This is CliffCentral.com. And if any song is going to get you in the mood for New Year's parties tonight, it is definitely this one. One of the biggest tracks of 2015, Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson. And welcome to your year in review 2015. I am the guest presenter today on Cliff Central. I am Catherine Grenfell. So... Lots of stuff happened this year, obviously, as with any year. I'm going to chat about music. I'm going to chat about politics, what trended, a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, but first of all, I just want to get the wanky news out of the way because there was quite a bit of wanky news. And these guys made the news constantly during 2015. And it was, quite frankly, the most annoying and childish news throughout the year for me, a.k.a. versus Casper and Bonang thrown in there for a bit. And let's hope that uh, there's better news to report on in 2016, because if I have to see those three names on my news feed, I will vom for 2016 a lot. So now that that's out of the way, we can check out really cool news that happened. And um, Google released their 2015 overall South African trending searches. Um, and this one is sort of... The international, so what South Africans looked at internationally. And up first, load shedding. Really, load shedding. Number two was August Alsina. I also had to Google after reading this because I wasn't sure who it was, but it's a musician from the States. Third was xenophobia. Fourth, Cricket World Cup. Fifth, Lamar Odom. Sixth, Caitlin Jenner. Seven, Adele Hello. Eight, Flubber. Nine, BMW i8, and I'm sure that that one, um, a lot of people either buying the car or um, wishing they could buy the car. And then 10, Jeremy Clarkson, because obviously he uh, caused a huge ruckus in 2015. And then trending South African. So this is the stuff that happened in South African, South Africa. So those people that were interesting in South Africa was one flubber, obviously, a very sad day. We're going to play a song a bit later for him. Two, Simba Mere also passed away this year. Three, Casper Neovest, um, beating out AKA on this uh, trending list. Obviously, that was for Fill Up the Dome. And four, Pastor Zondo. Five, Collins Shabane. Six, Polani Lenkoe. Seven, Senzo Meiwa. Eight, Itumalen Kune, nine, Saba Mbikane, and ten, Jackie Salebi. And you might remember that uh, he was up in there because of nonsense that was happening. Another thing that um, I found that I was doing a lot in 2015, and thank God for Google, because I honestly don't know what we did before Google. We were like taking out huge encyclopedias to try and find out stuff. But nowadays it's all on the internet. The how-to list. So one was how to cast. Now I'm presuming that was for, say, plaster of Paris, like how to cast an arm, like if you don't want to go to hospital, how to learn to do that. How to apologize. Interesting one. And I'm sure that uh, a lot of that's happening now in December. I think that people want to start the new year um, with a clean slate. How to e-wallet was at number three. Number four was how to kick. Interesting. Number five, how to smoke. And six, how to treat. I'm not sure how to treat what, but uh, it must have been different things. Number seven, how to paint. Number eight, how to prank. Number nine, how to quick scope. Number 10, how to bat. So I think uh, a lot of sports stuff happening there with how to kick and how to bat. 
And then asking what is. So often you want that explanation. You hear these words being thrown around in the news and you're like, what the hell is that? So number one, what is xenophobia was at the top of the list. And number two, what is Ebola? There was a big thing that happened. And number three, what is occupation? Interesting. Number four, what is ISIS? That's a big one, obviously. Number five, what is constipation? I think a lot of people need to eat more greens. Number six, what is shrub? Number seven, what is RPL? Number eight, what is meth? I think a lot of people are looking at that because uh, um, Breaking Bad and all of that was in the news and lots of people watching that. Number nine, what is polyamory? Interesting. I think a lot of people are <clears throat> um, looking at what is out there. And number 10, what is submissive? I found that quite interesting. What is submissive? So we're going to carry on with some cool stuff that happened in 2015. Right now, we're going to check out the song Durban Nights featuring Zinclair and Trademark. And this song was a big one. And I'm sure that you're going to be hearing this tonight as well. Cliff Central cameos on cliffcentral.com. Big one for 2015, Durban Nights featuring Zintle Ngidi and Trademark. I'm sure you're going to be hearing it a lot this evening. And we've got, um, I'm carrying on with what's happened in 2015. And I definitely think that this year was the year of the woman. Women really like came to the fore this year. I mean, we always have been, but this year it was made a lot of news and there were really cool things that happened with women. We can uh, start off with the ladies in Hollywood fighting for equality. Um, a lot of the stuff came out when, um, uh, contracts were leaked and how the huge difference in price um, that uh, actors were getting paid compared to actresses. And they really fought for that at pr pretty much every speech that they won. Um, that was for them a big thing. And a big one was uh, Maria Borges, who's an Angolan supermodel, stepped out on the catwalk at this year's Victoria's Secret fashion show. And she made history and major headlines by wearing a style no other angel had debuted on the stage before, a cropped afro. And it was absolutely beautiful. She wrote in her Instagram caption, Africa, this one is for you. I love you. And that's a really, really fantastic thing. I think a lot of women going a lot more natural um, this year and really standing up for who they are. Another story I loved, the sky's the limit for women in the airline industry, Ethiopian Airlines and Air Zimbabwe, aiming to advocate women's involvement in the airline business. Air Zimbabwe and Ethiopian Airlines both recently launched historic all-women cabin crew flights, which is so damn fantastic. It is really, really cool. And Ethiopian Airlines actually took it a step further by using an all-women ground staff, which is oh, it's just so damn awesome. South Africa, get your ass in gear. Then we had the world record for 24-year-old Ethiopian runner, Genzebi Dibaba. And she set a 1,500-meter world record um, in Monaco. And then she was named the Female Athlete of the Year by the International Association of Athletics Federation. Um, and then... For me, I think this was my biggest highlight of 2015. When women unite, the whole world trembles. Mm -hmm. Shaira Kala, Nompendulo Mkachwa, Pamela Dlamini and Alex Hotz are just a few of the many young women who are at the forefront of the groundbreaking hashtag fees must fall. The students pro protest that happened this year. And I promise you, it was just goosebump stuff for me. Um, 
You can let me know. Uh, you can tweet me at Kath Grenfell or send us a WeChat message. Um, were you there? How did it make you feel? Um, it was just such a fantastic moment in history, which I truly, truly loved. And one of the students, Zella Martin, she did an online essay and she said, women of color have been central in participating in conceptualizing and executing the student protests. And when women unite, the whole world trembles. And damn right, the world did tremble at uh, those women uniting. And I just remember the amazing photographs and they definitely made the top 2015 photographs of the year. A lot of those photographs with them in them. Um, then let's move on to a little bit more uh, chilled. The word selfie. God damn it. Let's hope there's less of those in 2016. But obviously, you always think of Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner. The top 10 selfies that were Googled in 2015 at number 10, Kim Kardashian. Um Surprised that she didn't even make the, the top three. Number nine, Kylie Jenner. So she just beat her sister by one spot. Number eight, Miley Cyrus. She was wearing clothes. She said, I actually own pants and shirts and socks. Very cute, Miley. Number seven, Lady Gaga. She doesn't actually have, um, do a lot of selfies, but she managed to make the top ten. At number six was James Franco, and he does a lot of sexy bedroom pictures. And I think the ladies love it. So he's the only male actor to make the list. At number five, Anna Kendrick. She was very, very big in 2015. At number four was a bald eagle. Number four spot goes to Michael and Neil Fletcher of Ontario in Canada. They uh, took a selfie with a bald eagle they rescued from a hunting trap. And it really is a beautiful picture. Number three, Al Roker. He's best known as being the weather anchor on NBC's Today. And there was a all-smile selfie he took during the historic flood in South Carolina in October. Number two, Miss Lebanon. And she posed in the infamous selfie in January with Miss Israel. And that was, uh, it was just a really cool selfie and a really cool moment because of, of what happens in the world. And at number one, Malia Obama. Her, uh, President Obama's eldest daughter made world news. And the number one spot on the Google selfie list when a photo of her wearing a controversial pro-era t-shirt leaked on Instagram. So that was her. And just chatting about um, woman, Karen Zoid to me is just like one of the most fantastic female singers that we have in the country. And this year was... Um, the year that Francois Van Koch brought out his solo album and he really did amazingly well with this album. And a lot of the songs on there, he, uh, well, he wrote with Karen Zoid a couple of the songs. And this one specifically to Fintech Yo is just to me one of the most beautiful songs that happened in 2015. He wrote it for his wife. And when I interviewed him earlier this year, he just said, that Karen Zoid really helped him in getting his feelings out and how to write like songs that have got a lot of feeling in it. And this song on YouTube got 1.2 million views, which is just damn fantastic. Here we are, Francois Van Koch featuring Karen Zoid to Fint Akyo. Not 
Ik weet dat ik verander. Je denkt ik praat met weer. Ik heb je lief, ik zweer. Geen potentie, geen meer. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Join us for the sexiest VIP party at Madison Avenue, Santon's newest nightclub. Cliff Central's taking over the VIP area, so join us as our special VIP and start 2016 on the right note. General admission is 200 Rand, but our exclusive VIP party together with Absolute Vodka is 500 Rand, which includes great music with me, Gareth Cliff, O'Neill, Miss Prue, and the Cliff Central crew, an outdoor tented area, lots of bars, food, prizes, gorgeous people, and a night to remember. Book now for Cliff Central Rocks Madison at CompuTicket.com. Go to CliffCentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. Be absolute and rock into 2016 with us. Cliff Central cameos on CliffCentral.com. You're back with me, Catherine Grenfell. I'm the guest of presenter today and we're chatting everything 2015 you can get in touch with us you can tweet me at kath grenfell otherwise you can get in touch with us on wechat um message us and let us know what what your 2015 highlights were what happened in the year that that stands out for you you know when i was um looking at all the stuff to talk about today it it sometimes like like muddles up and it feels like it was ages ago. Sometimes it feels like it was like happened the other day, but actually that happened years ago. Um, but there was just such interesting stuff that happened and we're going to move on a bit into music news. And it was it, it, as every year, like a huge year for music. Um, a big one that happened in January, uh, Rihanna, who won image rights battle against Topshop, um, which was a huge thing because they used her image, um, on some t-shirts as well as in that month Whitney Houston's daughter Bobby Christina was found unresponsive in a bath um she was just 21 very sad story there cuz it it carried on for quite a long time and, and just a lot of um bad stuff around that entire thing which wasn't great Sam Smith cleaned up at the Grammys um which was a big thing uh cuz he's from the UK and obviously the Grammys is the US and mainly it's often um U.S. artists that win it. And then Katy Perry wowed at the Super Bowl. Um, and then in March, big news. Girls were crying. It was just before they came to South Africa. Zayn left 1D. Just a moment of silence for all those that want to keep on crying about it. Um, but then in, uh, in April, American singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell um, passed away, as well as John Lennon's first wife, Cynthia, um, and Percy Sledge also passed away. Just such an amazing artist, When a Man Loves a Woman, was his big, big song. And then in May, King of Blues, B.B. King died, um, age 89. It was also, um, yeah, a lot of, lot of big, big artists passing away. And, you know, I mean, a lot of older artists, so you just expect it. Um, but when it happens, it's still like, wow. June, Taylor Swift also successfully called out Apple Music. Um, so if you remember that, it was, it was a really big thing, her open letter. I think 2015 was also the year of open letters. Lots of people writing open letters, um, to anyone who cared. Um, but her one was a really, really big one and it did make a lot of difference. Um, and then huge one in June as well. Glastonbury became all about Kanye and 
Lionel Richie. So Lionel Richie, um, one of the headliners as well as Kanye. And Lionel Richie, um, after uh, post Glastonbury, he just stormed his way to the top of the album charts. Um, I think everyone, it's just one of those awesome things about a festival. And I think that, um, both Opie Copy as well as, um, Glastonbury just get it right by having an older artist come in to perform. Um, this year at Opie Copy, it was, uh, Johnny Clegg. And it's just the most perfect setting, um, because the sunset and, it's just masses of people all singing along. It really is a beautiful moment. And I think um, Glastonbury has done it so well by bringing out um, to Glastonbury Festival all of these older artists. And Lionel Richie just killed it at, at Glastonbury. And he will be coming out next year. So I'm super excited about that. Um, in July, Whitney... Houston's daughter Bobby Christina passed away, uh, which which was really really sad. Um, and then a Russian prank caller said he and a colleague tricked Sir Elton John into thinking President Vladimir Putin had phoned him to discuss gay rights. Uh, I wish I had the audio for that. It's it sounds like it would have been quite a, a big thing. And then October. Big thing for music, um, as well as the entire world, was the Paris attacks and the Eagles of Death Metal playing at Bataclan that evening. Just such sad stories coming out um, from that because, you know, I think as anything, if you are out enjoying yourself, having a good time and you're there to watch some music and you're on an almost high of of having this good time and suddenly this just chaos just erupts and people running for their lives and and if you um haven't seen it eagles of death metal there was a a little clip that they did on youtube just about the experience one of their um not their members, but one of their staff members actually died. Uh, he was looking after um, all the merchandise and it was just a really, really sad time, I think, for everyone. And Eagles of Death Metal played in South Africa a few years ago. And I can honestly say one of like the nicest group of guys. And I'm not saying that that these things should happen to anyone, but just just really, really awesome guys. And when you watch this little documentary of how they felt, you can truly feel the emotion of of what went down. But they they weren't going to let it stop them. And in December, in December, Eagles of Death Metal came back to Paris and performed with U2 on the 7th of December. And it was less than a month after the attacks. And it was just, um, I think it's just such a beautiful moment and just a show of how you can just show people that it doesn't matter what their hidden agendas are, that um, that music and people's spirits will just rise completely above it. Beautiful pictures from all around that time um, and and people just pulling together. Uh, another sad one, and we're going we're gonna to cross to a, a track that is one of my favorite uh, bands, um, Stone Temple Pilots, and the singer Scott Whelan died at 48. Huge drug addict, just he just couldn't get it together. He performed with Stone Temple Pilots. He performed with Velvet Revolver, and you know, um, after that, he when he passed away, lots of people just talking about drug addiction. I think that's it's really important um, that we celebrate someone's life, but also the reality of 
of stuff that happens and we don't sweep it under the carpet. He was a drug addict. He, he battled. Um, his wife, his ex-wife wrote an amazing letter, um, as much as it was frowned upon by uh, certain people that there was lies to it. But she just said that, you know, his life can be celebrated, but there were just really hard times. And I think it is important to remember that, um, that, you know, you can celebrate someone's life, but the, the reality of drugs is, is really hectic out there. So one of my favorite tracks, it is Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. This is CliffCentral.com. Cliff Central cameos on cliffcentral.com. An absolute classic, and that's for Scott Wheeland, who passed away this year. Stone Temple Pilots, um, instead love song, one of my favorite tracks, uh, really old track. Getting back to some music news, um, remembering Beck wins album of the year at the Grammys and Kanye West disagrees. And he was talking about Beyonce, blah, 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 and, uh, it was just, it was a memorable moment of, of one of those things where you actually have to stop and take in the fact that you should really think about things or finding out about things before you talk about it. Cause, um, he definitely didn't know who Beck was and, uh, which is, which is sad, but I mean, I've, I've always been one that you can't know every artist, but if you're going to talk about something, at least talk about something that you know. And I mean, he pretty much plays every single instrument and, and Kanye, as per usual, got on his high horse, um, Beck in his, in his just his peaceful, beautiful style that he's always had just said he's, he absolutely agreed and he thought that uh, Beyonce was going to win, um, but Kanye West eventually came to the party and apologized afterwards. Um, and I hopefully that, that's maybe what uh, Kanye West takes away from this year is, um, maybe before opening his mouth, um, is to think about things. Oh, who am I kidding? He'll never be like that. Otherwise he wouldn't be in the news. Meek Mill, this is Drake and get schooled. Um, so he was dating Nicki Minaj. He'd released his first ever number one album, Dream, Dreams Worth More Than Money. Um, and then he went on that epic Twitter rant accusing Drake of ghostwriters. Drake didn't take the matter lying down, however, and responded with his diss track, Charged Up. And Mill called the track soft. Um, and it was just a, such a such a dumb thing to do. Drake fired back with a second diss track, Back to Back, which was later nominated for a Grammy. And Meek Mill then eventually responded with a very pathetic Wanna Know track. Um, unanimously, the internet declared Drake the winner. And we can see that he's just, uh, gone up the charts this entire year. First new album from Dr. Dre since 1999. Crazy stuff coming out of, uh, retirement. And then, of course, Miley Cyrus and Nicki Minaj had their little Twitter war. Lots of Twitter wars this year. Um, I think it's always easier for a lot of people, uh, to say things on Twitter or on social media. There's that invisible barrier that you can say whatever you like, but the reality is is that people still have feelings and, and it's eventually going to come out. Um, and then uh, Rihanna said it best for um, just repeating Kanye West announcing his presidential run. Rihanna said it best. People are voting for Donald Trump, which is a reality. That's another bit of news that's uh, 
been mind-blowing. Donald Trump, Trump rising up the charts, not the charts, but rising up the ranks of politics. So she said, people are voting for Donald Trump. Who wouldn't vote for Kanye? Uh, another bit of cool news. Ryan Adams covers Taylor Swift's entire 1989 album, which I think was such a damn cool thing to do. And he, and he seriously did it justice. Um, and she loved it. She tweeted, is this true? Lots of question marks. I will pass out. Um, and he did. That's what he released. And then she came back. On October 21st, Adele took to Twitter to address her fans and announce her return to music. I'm sorry it took so long, but you know, life happened, she wrote. My last record was a breakup record. And God, tears and tears from everybody that uh, bought that record. And if I had to label this one, I would call it a makeup record. Um, although I still feel like some of the tracks are sad and breaking up type vibes. She's uh, making up for last time, making up for everything I ever did and never did, which I suppose um, is a good thing to end the year off. And Billboard, her first single, Hello, was the first song ever to sell at least 1 million downloads in one week. Adele's record-setting sales didn't end there. 25 um, sold over 3.3 million copies in its first week. Smashing a 15-year record set uh, set by NSYNC's 2000 album No Strings Attached, which moved to 2.413 million in its first week. And my God, did we hear that song "Hello" everywhere? I was at the shops the other day. Every place that I went into, I actually oh, getting out of my car, Adele was on. I changed stations, Adele was on another station. I walked into the shops, Adele's "Hello" was on. Different parts of it everywhere. Can't wait for 2016 to hopefully not really hear Adele's hello. But within, I think that was probably the fastest I have ever heard a song being remixed and covered was by, I I think that the song was released on the weekend. By the Friday, there were already 10 covers at least. It was insane. Um, And then... Another sad bit of news that happened in this last week was Lemmy from Motorhead passed away. He had cancer and he partied the entire way up until the end. Um, he's such a rock star. I mean, he was drinking. I think he'd gone down to a half a bottle of Jack a day. Um, but that's who he was. He also cut down on smoking. Um, but he partied hard up until the end. I think it was even at the beginning of December, he did their last show as Motorhead. Um, had his birthday party, rocked out, and then just quietly passed away playing video games. Rockstar up until the end. So um, this next song that I want to play is um, Motorhead, uh, just in remembrance of Lemmy from Motorhead. Here's Ace of Spades. CliffCentral.com This is cliffcentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold. 
which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold. We are one. This is CliffCentral.com. That track is called Featuring Reload. What an absolute, absolute legend. Sadly dying on March 9th. Um, stab wounds by his girlfriend. It's Flubber and that's Squatter Camp. Um, just such a shock. I think that like if people are sick and you sort of prepared for it, it makes death so much easier. But when it's something like this, and there were a lot of those this year, um, Simba Mere, uh, South African minister Collins Shabane, um, Pretoria house music legend Bojo Mujo also passed away, um, Senyaka Kikana, um, he was an absolute quieto legend. And then obviously Flubber, I mean, the, the story just carried on throughout the whole year and the court case and, and she was found guilty. Um, but just a really horrific. And I think what happens, um, is that when a story like this, um, comes out, everything gets come comes out of the closet about who that person was and and what they were like and and it's a it's a, sometimes a very sad um just memory it like tars but i mean it is who that's who they were uh but sad to always hear it um but those were those were the sad deaths um i mean obviously lots of deaths but th- those were Ones that really stood out um, this year, but then I think on a on an upbeat note, I think the year for music in South Africa definitely went to Black Coffee. Um, if you don't know who he is, um, you've been living under a rock. But uh, multi award winning record producer and DJ, and just one of the, also the nicest nicest people, um, and. On the 29th of September, he won the Breakthrough DJ of the Year Award at the DJ Awards in Ibiza. And he had epic gigs this year internationally. He was just 2015. This was your year, your year, Black Coffee. And I can see it's going to carry on into 2016. I think it's just going to get bigger and bigger internationally. I think he is just going to explode. One of my favorite tracks from this year. Here is Black Coffee. Definitely one of the biggest tracks of 2015, Black Coffee featuring Nakane Ture, We Dance Again. And I can I can bet you that you will be hearing it at possibly every single party around the country tonight um, for New Year's. My name is Catherine Grenfell and we are wrapping up 2015 and what happened this year. Um, the last thing we're going to chat about is the biggest hashtags in SA from 2015. Hashtag Protea Fire earlier the year in 2015 for the Cricket World Cup that took place in Australia and New Zealand. Big, big, big one. Hashtag Fees Must Fall. Students throughout South Africa protested the proposed university fee increases. And wow, did they make such a big difference. And I think it's just going to get even bigger in 2016. Um, and then everything became must fall. Um, rain must fall. Hashtag rain must fall um, was a very big one. I think that's still carrying on. Um, and then load shedding, huge, huge 
although we've been we've been quite lucky over the last uh, couple of months. Hashtag R, the Rugby World Cup 2015. So it was RWC 2015. It was really big. It was very sad for South Africa, but we played damn well. Big one. Hashtag Idols SA. Another big one. Hashtag Inkandla. And then a beautiful one. Hashtag Ask Moosey. So he went on Twitter and he said you could ask any questions that you wanted. And obviously people came to the party. I love these. At Fana the Perp said, the guy who presses the load shedding button, where does he live? Hashtag Ask Moosey. At Free, W Free Mantle said, why did Bob Marley shoot the sheriff but not the deputy? Hashtag Ask Moosey. Anne Hirsch, my twin, said, dear at Moosey my money, who let the dogs out? <laughs> at Lions Head Cape Town, when are you going to make me a natural wonder of the world? Hashtag Ask Moosey. And one of the last ones at Seasweed Lomo asked, do you have a smart shopper card? Hashtag Ask Moosey. There were hundreds of them. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, didn't see a lot of responses to the funny ones. He, he kept to the serious ones. Um, I think it would have been in his favor to come up with really cool answers to all of these. Um, but it did give us great entertainment. I think it's always like that when they, people think that they're being hectically serious and, uh, People uh, come out of the woodwork. Another big one, hashtag pay back the money um, and hashtag Sona 2015. I think this year was definitely one of the years where um, best political entertainment of the year. Thank you to the EFF for that. I think a lot of people started watching and seeing what was happening in politics and you've got to give them that. They, they damn well entertained us. And then hashtag national shutdown was also another big one. So I'm going to end off the show. It has been amazing being here as per usual. Thank you so much, Cliff Central. Just some highlights of 2015. I hope you enjoy them. I hope you reminisce along with me. Um, and just, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Big announcement that Guns N' Roses were reforming for Coachella Festival in 2016. I'm not going to lie that um, I have my doubts. I really do. Axel is um, one of the most temperamental human beings. I would obviously love to see the show just to say that I watched Guns N' Roses, but I think I'm just going to get out um, my live Appetite for Destruction DVDs and, and watch those ones because... There was, there was the best performances probably, um, that they ever had, uh, were on those DVDs. But that's how I'm going to end off the show with some Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. We will wait and see in 2016 if they will be performing at Coachella. I hope you have a damn fine New Year's Eve and, uh, think about all the people that are working. Um, there's a lot of us and also just be safe out there. Um, haven't delegated driver or catch the Uber or whatever you need to catch a taxi, but do not mess up 2016 for yourself and for everybody else. Have a rocking night. Catch you in 2016. This is cliffcentral.com.